Good afternoon and welcome. Welcome indeed to Yes, our number three of the Mark Mosey Show. Now, this guy's joined me all postseason long there in Kansas City. He's my good friend. Yes, teacher, broadcaster, he does it all. Garrett Gordon. Garrett, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. A little bit tired. Um, I'm not sure why people still have a to go to work the day after the Super Bowl. I've been pitching that that should be a holiday for a while now. Well, hey, next weekend is President's Day, where it's a three-day weekend. Should we just move it up to today? That's 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 been my suggestion for years. I don't understand why the president just having the, you're just honoring the president. It doesn't need to be that day. It's a good point. It is. Is there a big party going on today there in Kansas City? No, I think people are tired. And the party is Wednesday. That's the parade. So I think everyone's gearing up for that. <laughs> I like where Mahomes, he tweets out, never in doubt. Really? <laughs> are you sure about that? Did he watch the game? What are your thoughts? I don't think he ever doubted it. I think some people might have, and I think most people probably did. But to be as good as he is, I don't think he probably did doubt it. How did the Chiefs get it done, Garrett? Mahomes? (laughs) I know. No, really. I mean, so the defense played great for most of that game. So hats off to them. But I honestly thought the Niners just shot themselves in the foot too many times. There was like lots of mistake penalties. There was the early McCaffrey fumble. And then when they had an opportunity, and to me the thing that where they lost the game to me is they have a fourth down and three. And it's a tie game. And they go ahead and kick the field goal, and they give Mahomes the ball back with a minute 53. I disagree with that fundamentally because if they go for it and make it, the game is over. They win. I agree. Mahomes doesn't, Mahomes doesn't get the ball back. I know. And then in overtime, I just, you know, Mahomes is getting the ball. They're going to go score a touchdown. I think you have to go get six. Yeah. Cause where'd they get to the five yard line and then they just yeah, stalled. It was a weird. It was a weird drive. I just drive. don't understand. I don't understand how often I I watch NFL games and they make the move to prolong the game instead of the move to win the game. And I don't get it. It's like they're waiting for someone to make a mistake and it didn't happen. Yeah, I just his explanation for why they didn't take the they they got the kickoff in overtime was so bizarre. Where he was like, "Well, we wanted to get the ball first in the second overtime when it was you know sudden death," and it's like, "Why are you preparing for a second overtime?" <laughs> I have no idea. My thing is, hey, both teams got the ball in first overtime, so you can't complain. Yeah. That's how I look at it. You know, and I. Honestly, I've been seeing this all day, and I want your thoughts, Garrett. When it was it was midfield, it's fourth and one in overtime. I believe Mahomes is going to pick it up. That's how great he is. Yeah, and he I, did. I I think at some point, and hopefully that point is now, we can stop acting like, well, you know, maybe someone's going to be better than Mahomes, or maybe you know, no, this is just one of those guys, right? He's turning it. He, this is. This is very similar to what we saw Brady do for a long time, what we watched Jordan do in the NBA, right, where there are other great teams 
that just don't end up with rings because there's that other guy over there that's stopping them from getting those. That you have to game plan for him. You can't like we were hammering. Like you can't give him the ball. You can't put it in his hands. Yes, we were sitting there talking on the phone yesterday about this. Like you can't. You can't give him the ball back. Like you have to play differently. When when the other guy is Pat Mahomes or Tom Brady or Joe Montana, you cannot give them the ball back. That means you have to play differently. That means you can't play for let's get this three and hope our defense stops them because they won't. They just won't. I thought the opening drive set the tone for the whole game because the Niners get it first. They go right down the field, and they really shove it down their throat. And you're like, all right, this is going to be 7 nothing." And then McCaffrey fumbles. And you're like, well, what? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about, right? The Niners just left the game out there. They fumble there. They don't capitalize on either of the Chiefs' turnovers, right? They don't score off either of them. They have that fumble. They get an extra point blocked. It just felt like... They played a good game, but they made too many mistakes. And you can't make mistakes when you're playing a team, no matter how flawed they are. If that team has Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, like, you can't make mistakes against them. There was that play where, I think it was in the first half, Mahomes throws like the 45-yard bomb. And, and it's just like the most beautiful throw into double coverage. They catch it. They're in the goal line. Right, ready to go red zone, and then there's a fumble, and that's when Kelsey loses his mind and starts like <laughs> like he's gonna tackle his coach, and you're like, "Well, the Niners are gonna win." Nope, didn't happen. No, the, the, when you've won at that level, you find a way to manage yourself through rough waters because it's never going to be easy, right? Like never going to be easy when you're trying to keep winning titles because you have that target on your back all the time. But on the same token, getting that first one is really difficult, too, as we've now seen the Niners a couple times. Get here, get a lead, and then give that lead up. Uh, All right, here's the Niners' offense. They tried to get it to Debo Samuel. They tried to get it to George Kittle. It didn't happen. Like, they just – got to give credit to this Chiefs' defense. And then they tried to get it to McCaffrey, and it was kind of working. Like, they had some good plays, and I know he ran for that touchdown, and – he just never broke a big one. They needed a big play from McCaffrey, and it just never happened. How about you? I just didn't feel like they made enough plays. But here's the thing. Like I said, to me it comes down, and, and I, I know it's one play, but it's fourth and three at the two-minute warning, right? It's fourth and three. The Chiefs only have two timeouts left. It's a tie ball game. If the Niners get a first down there, game over, Niners are Super Bowl champions. It's one play. And rather than play in that moment, they kick the field goal to extend the game and continue to make this a chance. Sure, if they don't get the first down there, the Chiefs go down and win. I get it. But it doesn't make a difference if you win and regulate, if you lose in regulation or you lose in overtime. It doesn't matter. You play to win, not to play longer. And so if you have a one play scenario to win the game versus a scenario where you now have to stop Mahomes over a minute 53, give me the one play scenario. Wasn't there a play earlier in the drive they did go for it on fourth down? Or am I exactly. crazy? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't get why 
hey. the philosophy changed just because they're like, well, we could take the lead. That That's not the math. The math isn't we took the lead, not when there's that much time left. The math is we can end it right now if we get three yards. You know who would have gone for it? Dan Campbell on every 100%. Visit, on a hundred percent. And he, that would have been the right call. You have to go for it there. You have to take the title. And until you take the, t- this has been as good a coach as Shanahan is. And I'm not going to sit here and say he's a bad coach. Cause he's not, he's been to two Super Bowls. He's a good coach, yeah. but his problem continues to be, he doesn't go for the win. Every time they've blown leads because they get too conservative and they start playing to not have errors. They start playing to not give up the lead. You can't do that. You have to keep going for the win. Is Brock Purdy good? He looked fine to me. I I, I continue to think Brock Purdy is kind of one of these weird guys that we're going to continue to have conversations about forever. And he's not nearly as good as like 49ers fans believe him to be, but he's also not nearly as bad as all the haters want him to be. He's just like a solid, good quarterback. You can win with Brock Purdy, but he's not going to carry you. That's a good way of looking at it. He doesn't scare anyone either. No. 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 And and you don't need that to win a Super Bowl. We've seen guys of that caliber win Super Bowls. We've seen worse quarterbacks than him win Super Bowls. Trent Dilfer comes to mind, right? Yeah. So we know you can do it. You just have to do it differently. And let's be honest, the Niners could have won the Super Bowl if they go for it on fourth and three. If they were three yards away, let's be three yards. They took them to the very end of overtime. It's not like they should, they couldn't have won the Super Bowl. Purdy left the game both times with the lead. They were sacking Mahomes multiple times in this game, hitting him, just hitting him. And they hold him to 19 points and they lose the Super Bowl. It's what? What are you talking about? I look, I agree with you with Purdy. He uh he was making plays right there. Left and right making plays and the weirdest part of this whole thing, Garrett Gordon, going in overtime, I had no idea who the MVP was going to be. Like was it going to be a field was it going to be a field goal kicker? Was it going to be Juwan Jennings? Like what was happening? We didn't know who the MVP was until the last two Chiefs drives. And then Mahomes basically said, "Hop on my back." We're going to win. And that's what he did. He he willed them to win. And I think the craziest thing about all this is, if you remember back to, like, midseason, pretty much everyone was in a panic about the Chiefs. Yes. Like, what is wrong with this offense? No one can catch. They just they can't get it done. There's no way they can win like this. And here we are at the end of the season doing the same thing we've been doing. Who's going to beat the Chiefs? And that, to me, is the problem we have if you're the rest of the NFL. If you can't beat this version of the Chiefs with no pass catchers, uh, some injuries on defense, people forget they're missing the starting safety, the starting defensive end is out, they had some injuries at linebacker. You can't beat this version of the Chiefs. When are you going to beat them? I don't know. I think they're going to be better next year with better wide receivers. I think they are, too. I think they'll have better. Oh, go on. This is this is the deepest wide receiver draft we've had in a long time. They could get two good wide receivers. They had some blocking issues. This is a very deep offensive tackle draft. There's a good chance that this team is better next 
year than they were this year. Could they get a three-peat? We've never seen that before. That's never happened. Shut up. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did you think of Usher? It was awesome. Was I think that is a top 10 halftime performance. Why? Because he made it his own. Like, I felt like we kind of got the majority of the Usher catalog, but he also gave others a chance to shine, right? There was yeah. other people involved. They came out and did their thing. At the, you know, towards the end where we kind of started getting rapid-fire guest appearances, that was cool. It kind of felt more like a mini concert than just kind of like someone doing a couple songs of a performance and then leaving. I really enjoyed it. What about when he's on roller skates? I mean, that's very Atlanta. I guess yes. the one problem I have is why was this not the show when the Super Bowl was in Atlanta? I don't know. Who was that? Was that, was that the Maroon, the Maroon 5? 5? Oh, man. You know what also happened? There's this weird moment where, like, when he took his shirt off, all the ladies are going crazy. But you're like, yeah, you know what? This is valid. Even the dudes are like, all right, this is valid. When, when, uh, the guy from Maroon 5 took his shirt off, everyone was kind of, this is cringy. Like, what is this exactly? It was very interesting. It was. And then he's dancing on Alicia Keys, but he does that at every concert where women are getting trouble because they're dancing with Usher. It's the best. It's Usher. Like, I, I think, like, he's been around long enough. His catalog has enough bangers that, like, if someone were to be like, I'm not a big Usher fan, okay. But if you say you don't like Usher, like, you can't find any Thing in his catalog you like, I think I think we're not going to be able to hang out. I, you have to be able to have something in Usher's catalog that you enjoy. <laughs> I've had I've had this moment today where if people are hating on it, you know what? You hate everything. I can't just yeah. leave me alone. I give up. Just I just just go over there in the corner. I don't care anymore. Just stop talking to me. Yeah, enjoy things. Have fun. It's okay to think things are fun and enjoyable. Not everything needs to be picked apart and analyzed. Sometimes you can just look at things and be like, oh, this is fun. It was fun. And look, I, I liked Reba McIntyre. I thought she was good. I thought Post Malone was good. I think everything yeah. was good. I thought it was a great Super Bowl after we got through the first <laughs> yes. two and a half quarters. Yes. The first two and a half quarters were really bad football. And I know people like the defense and, oh, you just don't know. Man, there's a lot of turnovers and penalties. It wasn't just good defense. It was pretty sloppy offense for about two and a half quarters. Have you seen some of these videos where Travis Kelsey's at the club afterwards with Taylor Swift? He, I think they're both having a little too good of a time. Um, I, look, are they just going to get married? What's going to happen now? Well, I mean, I've been thinking, if that happens, is that the most famous athlete, you know, wife pairing? Like, is 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 Posh Spice and David Beckham bigger? I don't know. All right, what about, I'm going to go old school, like Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, but that wasn't, like, really a full-on thing, though, right? Like, it didn't end up being, like, I mean, Posh and Beckham are, like, aren't they still together? Yes, and they're (laughs) both, like, amazing at what they do and are famous. Yeah, I I think that's about the closest I can think of because there's no question that Taylor Swift may be the biggest music star we've 
possibly ever had if you want to think about it in the way that it's so hard to gain an audience now. And then Travis Kelsey, it's going to be pretty hard for people to say he's not the greatest tight end to ever play the game. His numbers are going to suggest that he is. He was great in that second half. He was. Um, I mean, he, he broke a Jerry Rice record in these playoffs, and I didn't think any of those could get broken. No, and he's going to continue to break it and keep going. He he had that catch when they were down, what was it, 1916, late in regulation, and there was a big play on third down. He caught it down the left sideline for a first down. I mean, that was big. He was big all playoffs. He is. And uh, by the way, so he's drunk at a nightclub in Vegas. Okay, He's completely drunk. You think about a baller move. He just won the Super Bowl. Somehow he's not exhausted. It's an over. It's like it almost went to double overtime. And then he's like at the club. He not her. The number one entertainer in America. Him. He's up there on stage rapping and singing drunk. And she's looking at him. That's how big of a baller he is. I'm sorry. He's had a very, very, very long winning streak here, right? (laughs) We're talking about a guy that wins the Super Bowl, ends up dating the most famous pop star on the planet, then starts has a podcast that turns him into a mega celebrity. He's probably making almost as much money on that podcast as a lot of other ventures. And then he wins another Super Bowl. And his brother is going to go to the Hall of Fame and won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Think about And he hosted Saturday Night Live and was good. It's, it, it, it's a run. It is It is a big-time run. And it is, I think it's very strange to think about this. Mahomes is probably going down as, I mean, he's already a top three quarterback in the history, right? It's, it's yes. Brady, Montana, and Mahomes right now. Mahomes still has the rest of his career to possibly catch people. I think we're witnessing the greatest one stretch of a career we've ever seen. I think over a five-year stretch, his numbers are better than we've ever seen. And he's not the most famous player on his team. No. No, he's not. He's we've not. never seen that before. <laughs> and and I see these things where, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, where you see commercials with Brady and Gronk and Julian Edelman. And, oh, no, go to – we're pushing you to the side, grandpas. You are yeah. – that's also happening. Oh, everyone loves us. No, everyone's watching the Chiefs now. They're the dominant team. And that happens. Happens in sports. It, it did. It, it happened. We're in another one of these runs. And I, I think the thing is, can they avoid the misstep that happens to all teams after back-to-back and find a way to get to three? I, I just We've never seen it before, and I think that's going to be fascinating because we've we've literally never seen it happen. And Mahomes didn't make mistakes in the playoffs. He had the one interception last night. But besides that, it was turnover-free football for four games. It was wild. Yeah, um, he, he's on a different level that, like I said, over a five-year stretch, we've never seen anything like this. Brady, Montana, none of them did this God. over a five-year stretch. I, not not numbers-wise. I mean, we're, we're just we're seeing something different. Yes. I was saying this at the top of my show, Garrett Gordon, where – you think of like the history of quarterbacks like Dan Marino, Bart Starr, Roger Staubach, all, all these big names. Mahomes is just climbing the ladder and passing these guys. All and of he's, them. He's, he's 28. I know. Quarterbacks these days play till they're 40. We could be like in the middle of the second quarter of his career and he's already done. He, listen, he could retire tomorrow and he's a Hall of Famer. Yes. At 28. Yeah. At 28. I agree. <laughs> 
I agree. All right, so one more. So Kelsey's at the club, right? Because I know you like this. Yeah. So he's at the club. He's got Taylor Swift, like, you know, that's my woman. That's the look he's got. This is my woman. So just, like, imagine every eyeball is looking. Like, this guy is kissing Taylor Swift. I It'd be like you're seeing ghosts or something. It'd be out of body. Every And every woman in America is seeing this. This is the, like, she's their goddess, and he's picking this guy. This is it. So it's, I, it's too much for my brain to comprehend. It, it, it's it's an unbelievable status symbol for him. Like, Travis Kelsey is the icon, and he's a tight end. It's very strange for it to happen. But I got to give you one last thing here because what? I think people are not paying enough attention to maybe the greatest comeback story of all time. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid spends 19 years coaching and is considered a failure, a flop, can't win the big one, no game management. 19 years. He keeps coaching, perseveres, and is now going to go down as one of the greatest to ever do it. That is how you overcome failure and adversity. I don't think I could. He's He didn't reach the peak of his career till his 60s. I still have 20 years to go till then. <laughs> That's insane. Uh, is Kyle Shanahan now him? Where he can't win. <laughs> well, if he is, I feel bad for him because that's the, he still has another 15 or so years to go. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather be like the Carolina Panthers or would you rather be the Niners today? That's a tough one. I think I still take the Niners, but man, it, when you get that close, it hurts a lot more. When you're as bad as Carolina is, you stop paying attention to the season about midway through. The Panthers are so bad. I want to tell you this story. So I'm on, I'm on the speakerphone with my brother and his son who's six years old. And, um, and I was telling some of my brother, I was like, yeah, you know, the Panthers, they were in the finals last year. And the six year old yells out, no, they weren't. The Panthers are the worst team in football. And I'm like, wow. Even he knows that. Everyone knows how bad. I, I think everyone, it, what's going to be wild is when McCaffrey ends up going in the Hall of Fame as a Niner yes. and he played most of his career with Carolina. He won't, he won't acknowledge he played for Carolina. It won't, he won't <laughs> even bring it up. He'll just be like, I, you know, that was just a weird part of my career. Yeah. I had to go to the East Coast. I don't know what this is. I have no idea. All right. My final thing with you is you got to figure out the quarterback position. I, the the wide receiver position or the running back, I don't care if you have the best player at those positions. You've you got to get quarterback. I mean, you saw last night with Mahomes. He has no wide receivers, and he's, here, he's winning. And I agree with you, but here's my thing. I don't think you can chase it. I think you just it happens or it doesn't, but you can't chase it. We've proven over and over and over again, right? No one knows what they're doing with the quarterback. Mahomes is not the first pick. Mahomes was not the first pick. Brock Purdy was the last pick of the entire draft. People don't know what they are doing drafting quarterbacks. They've proven this over and over again. Their hit rate is terrible. No one knows what they're doing. So stop chasing it. Stop tanking to get quarterbacks because you don't know. You have no clue if these guys are going to be any good. So just if hopefully you get one. <laughs> but you All can't right, try I, to like be your system as the quarterback because you don't know what you're doing. Look, I you can make fun of me. I might just keep Justin Fields and draft Caleb Williams and and try to figure it out. Just Whatever. See, just see, you don't know. You never know. Like, just 
keep trying things, keep hoping you can find something. In the meantime, build a good offensive line. Build a good defensive line. Build those things around them because guess what happens? None of these quarterbacks that are successful do it by themselves. They all come into established systems. Patrick Mahomes did not take over a terrible team. He took over a team that had went to the playoffs the year before. It's These people, these successful guys, Brock Purdy steps into a ready-made situation. The people that struggle, the quarterbacks that struggle, get sent to these just terrible franchises with nothing in place. How many times are the Jets going to draft a quarterback, put him behind no offensive line, watch him get sacked a million times, and then be like, oh, we got to try another quarterback? That's not working. The Jets just don't work in general. You're absolutely right. <laughs> His name's Garrett Gordon. My man, thank you so much for coming on and have a great day. Okay. All right. See ya.